Hey there, everyone, and welcome once again to Leap of Faith Podcast. My name is Lorraine, and I am your host reading today from Exodus chapter 25, and this is episode 69.3. So welcome, and uh, thank you for joining me today. Uh, We are going to get right to it uh, because uh, it's kind of a long chapter. So uh, today is Teaching Tuesday, and I will give you that uh, Bible verse for the day uh, after I open us up in prayer. So let's go ahead and uh, and uh, get started by uh, praying. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, we thank you for everything that you do, everything that you provide, and being our Heavenly Father, we're just grateful to you and thankful. We are in awe of you, and we love you so much, and we just want to come to you uh, and be everything that you want us to be. We want to be in your will. We want to be uh, doing as it is that you want us to do. We want to be exactly where you want us to be, and right now in this moment, I believe that everybody who's supposed to be here is here listening, reading, and praying along with me. Uh, I'm thankful for the gift of your son Jesus and the sacrifice on the cross and the sacrifice of his blood that he shed for us. Because of that, we can come to you just like this and commune with you. We can talk to you and we can be in direct conversation with you. And I'm just so grateful that I don't have to go through a priest. I don't have to go through anybody. Uh, the only person that brings me to you is Jesus. And so I'm thankful for that. I'm thank you. I'm thanking you for being in my heart and living inside of me. And I pray for guidance and direction in all that I do, all that I say. And I pass that on across to everybody out there who's listening. Um, sometimes it's hard to hear you through our own heads and sometimes we don't listen and that's because we're flawed but through the blood of Jesus we are redeemed and we have forgiveness and I thank you for that I thank you for loving me and everybody out there my family my friends and every listener who's out there listening thank you for loving us and caring for us so much that you sent us your one and only son and We know that everything we have is because of you, even the little things, the big things, the little things. We know it's all because of you, and uh, we just want to be forever grateful for all that you do for us. Lord, we invite you into this time in your word. I pray you anoint it and reveal yourself to us, to you, and... Help us to understand you through your word. This is the manual you gave to us to live a good life. And I know you want us to read it, understand it, study it, and digest it and and internalize it. So Lord, thank you for giving this to us. And I, I just want you to be here in this moment. This is not about us. This is about you and your kingdom and what you want us to do in it. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Sorry, got a little worried there. Didn't mean to do that. <clears throat> so today is Teaching Tuesday. And so uh, uh, today I'm going to read from Proverbs. Uh, it says, A fool doesn't like a father's instruction, but those who heed correction are mature. That's Pro Proverbs 15.5. Uh, it just pinged on me that, you know, being parents is probably the hardest job you're ever going to have if you're a parent. And I know it is for me. And, you know, I say this all the time. Our kids didn't come with an um, instruction book. It didn't come with a manual. There's nothing that tells us how to do this the right way. And all you can do is listen and observe and maybe take little nuggets from other people and try to learn from them and, you know, from your own past, your own experiences of what you grew up with good or bad you know you got to figure it out um, but I I do know that uh, many times and I'm one right there with uh, I was foolish I didn't want to hear my father's instructions or my mother's instructions I didn't well I grew up a little differently but anyway uh, you know I was the seventh of seven child children so things were uh, probably different for me than they were for the first child and the second child and the third child. Every station has a different way of being raised, uh, for, you know, even though you're being raised by the same parents. So, um, but those who heed correction, who listen uh, in a mature fashion, you know, are, are mature, you know, and that's the hard part is to get your kids to listen and be mature. And that's what your goal is. So, um, it's, it's tough. It's a tough, uh, it's, it's a tough way. I, I was reading on Facebook, uh, one of my nieces wrote, somebody was asking, you know, am I a good mom? Uh, you know, uh, am I a good mom for doing this? Or am I a good mom? You know, I'm a horrible, you know, and she wrote, I don't know if this was from her or if she read it somewhere. And I really thought this was kind of genius. Uh, she said, or she wrote, Bad moms don't question whether they're good moms. I mean, and that is so brilliant to me. It's true. If you're a bad mom, you don't care. You don't care whether you're a good mom or a bad mom because you're a bad mom or a bad dad. But if you're a good mom, you're questioning yourself all the time. So uh, I'm going to go away with that. I'm going to put that out there for y'all to kind of mull over and, uh, and think about. So... Uh, anyway, uh, I'm going to um, move along here because I can ramble on for forever. It's a long chapter. So chapter 25, Exodus, uh, this is episode 69.3. <clears throat> and we're reading about offerings for the tabernacle. The Lord said to Moses, tell the people of Israel to bring me their sacred offerings, accept the contributions from all whose hearts are moved to offer them. Here is a list of sacred offerings you may accept from them, gold, silver, and bronze, blue, purple, and scarlet thread, fine linen and goat hair for cloth, tanned ram skins and fine goat skin leather, acacia, acacia wood, I don't know how to say that word, uh, olive oil for the lamps, spices for the anointing oil and the fragrant incense, onyx stones and other gemstones to be set in the ephod and the priest's chest piece. 
Have the people of Israel build me a holy sanctuary so I can live among them. You must build this tabernacle and its furnishings exactly according to the pattern I will show you. Plans for the Ark of the Covenant. <clears throat> Have the people make an ark of acacia wood, a sacred chest 45 inches long, 27 inches wide, and 27 inches high. Overlay it overlay it inside and outside with pure gold and run a molding of gold all around it. Cast four gold rings and attach them to its four feet. Two rings on each side. Make poles from each, I'm sorry, make poles from acacia wood and overlay them with gold. Insert the poles into the rings at the sides of the ark to carry it. These carrying poles must stay inside the rings Never remove them. <clears throat> when the ark is finished, place inside it the stone tablets inscribed with the terms of the covenant, which I will give to you. Then make the ark's cover, the place of atonement, from pure gold. It must be 45 inches long and 27 inches wide. Then make two cherubim from hammered gold and place them on the two ends of the atonement cover. Mold the cherubim on each end of the atonement cover, making it all of one piece of gold. The cherubim will face each other and look down on the atonement cover. With their wings spread above it, they will protect it. Beside, uh, place inside the ark the stone tablets inscribed with the terms of the covenant, which I will give to you. Then put the atonement cover on top of the ark. I will meet with you there and talk to you from above the atonement cover between the gold cherubim that hover over the Ark of the Covenant. From there, I will give you my commands for the people of Israel. Plans for the tabernacle. Then make a table, a table, I'm sorry, of acacia wood, 36 inches long, 18 inches wide, and 27 inches high. Overlay it with pure gold and run a gold molding around the edge. Decorate it with a three-inch border all around and run a gold molding along the border. Make four gold rings for the table and attach them at the four corners next to the four legs. Attach the rings near the border to hold the poles that are used to carry the table. Make these poles from acacia wood and overlay them with gold. Make special containers of pure gold for the table. Bowls, ladles, pitchers, and jars to be used in pouring out liquid offerings. Place the bread of the presence on the table to remain before me at all times. Plans for the lampstand. Make a lampstand of pure hammered gold. Make the entire lampstand and its decorations of one piece. The base, center, stem, lamp, cups, buds, and petals. Make it with six branches going out from the center stem, three on each side. Each of these six branches will have three lamp cups shaped like almond blossoms complete with buds and petals. Craft the center stem of the lampstand with the four lamp cups shaped like almond blossoms complete with buds and petals. There will also be an almond bud beneath each pair of branches where the six Branches extend from the center stem. The almond buds and branches must all be of one piece with the center stem, and they must be hammered from pure gold. 
Then make the seven lamps for the lampstand and set them so they reflect their light forward. The lamps, snuffers, and trays must all be made of pure gold. You will need 75 pounds of pure gold for the lampstand and its accessories. Be sure that you make everything according to the pattern I have shown you here on the mountain. All right. <clears throat> so that was a lot of instructions. Um, starting out, what I started with was in uh, verse 2 when he says, accept the contributions from all whose hearts are moved to offer them. God loves the gifts that we give because our hearts are telling us to do it. He doesn't like somebody to give because they're grumbling about it. So that's what I got from that. That kind of goes back to tithing where he wants you to give with a happy heart. And then he gives you the list of everything, you know, gold, silver, bronze. And he's very specific. Um, have the people of Israel build me a holy sanctuary so I can live among them. So that, I guess that's the covenant, Ark of the Covenant. Um, I go back to the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Again, I'm sure we've mentioned that before where we've, you know, it was very specific, the size of the Ark of the Covenant. So it's 45 inches long, which is a little bit longer than a yard, right? Because a yard is 36 inches. So it's a little bit longer. And then 27 inches wide and 27 inches high. So it's pretty big. And then I put a dog ear on that just because I knew that that was the, uh, where the, the covenant, you know, the beginning of making the covenant. Um, then he goes on to say, you know, he wants it to be a pure gold on the outside with molding around it. And then it's got to have the gold rings to put the poles into because you're not supposed to touch the Ark of the Covenant is what I understand. So man should never touch the covenant, the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, and then he goes on, uh, when the Ark is finished, place inside it the stone tablets inscribed with the terms of the covenant, which I will give to you. He hasn't given them to it yet, to Moses. Uh, then make the Ark's cover the place of atonement. Atonement means, I think it's when they come for forgiveness of sins. So I'm not, again, entirely sure about what that means. But he does want it made from pure gold. It must be 45 inches long, which is the same length as the size of the um, covenant, <clears throat> 27 inches wide. Uh, then he's talking about the two cherubim that are made of hammered gold, and they're supposed to face each other. Their wings are supposed to be spread above it, and they will protect it. Place inside the ark the stone tablets inscribed with the terms of the covenant which I will give to you. That's the second time he said it. Then put the atonement cover on top of the ark. I will meet with you there and talk to you from above the atonement cover between the gold cherubim that hover over the ark of the covenant. From there I will give you my commands for the people of Israel. And then they have to make a table made of acacia wood, acacia wood. Then they have to make lampstand made of pure gold again. And each, uh, you know, he's very specific. Okay, so I, I pretty much highlighted like most of this. 
um, you know, down to the blossoms, the almond blossoms that, you know, and the buds and the petals, um, the, the lamp snuffers, uh, you know, it, it, what I find amazing is that you're going to need 75 pounds. That's a lot. That's like the size of a small child, you know, I mean, you know, that's a lot of weight, 75 pounds. And then the last thing he says is be sure that you make everything according to the pattern I have shown you here on the mountain. He wants it done exactly the way he said he wanted it done because our God is a God of order and that's what he does. And he's very specific. There's nothing in this book that isn't supposed to be here. He is very specific. He wants us to know exactly what he wants us to know. And he's very specific about it. So that's what I'm taking from this, is that he is a God of order, he's a God of specifics, and he's very detail-oriented, which is why he gave us this wonderful book to, to guide and direct us through this life. So that's what I got from today's reading. So I, I say it all the time, it's always, always good great stuff. I mean, this is God's word coming straight directly to us. And I'm blessed to be able to pass this on through this podcast, uh, you know, with Jeremiah uh, out into the world. And I just hope and pray that people will be listening to this because, um, you know, we're not fancy, we're not schmancy, we're not all that. We don't do anything, you know, over the top. We're merely reading the word of God out into the world because, somebody should be doing it. And I just hope that someday, you know, that it's going to be out there. And I, you could be listening today when I'm posting it, or you could be listening a year from today. I don't know. It could be tonight. I have no idea. I'm just glad that you're there listening with me. So, uh, and it wouldn't be uh, a podcast without saying uh, the prayer of salvation. Um, we always give that opportunity. Uh, if you if you're drawn to this podcast uh, for whatever reason, it, there's well there is a reason. God brought you here, and there are no mistakes and there's no coincidences. There's a reason why you found this. Maybe you were looking for something else on the podcast. I I don't know, but if it brought you here and you're listening, I, I'm grateful and thankful. So I will lead you in the prayer of salvation, and if you feel like Jesus is calling you to become a, a follower, then I feel like you should probably listen to it. Uh, I listened to him, you know, 30 years ago. And I haven't looked back since, almost 30 years ago. Uh, but it, it's an amazing life. So I, if, you, if you feel like God is calling you, I would really, really seriously say the prayer. It's not a magic prayer. It's not between me and you. It's between you and God. So let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I'm not perfect to know that I've sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son Jesus. It's perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior into my heart and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations and welcome into this wonderful, beautiful brotherhood, sisterhood in Christ. Uh, it is a new life for you uh, and we 
always encourage you to get to a pastor or a church or somebody who can help you get to the next level. Maybe you're restating your uh, faith and your beliefs, and uh, but it's time you start living for Christ. Get to a ministry, start a Bible study. You can use this as your Bible study. Feel free, uh, but uh, start living for Christ and uh, and start your life right now. So. Uh, we also encourage you, I haven't said this in a while, to write it in your Bible. You know, uh, if today was the day, uh, you can mark it at the top of, you know, the chapter. Just mark it, you know, right there. That today was your day of receiving Christ. Uh, we always say, or mark it on your calendar, on your phone. I mean, as a reminder, every year. Not that you have to remind. I'm April 12th, 1994. Won't ever forget that day. So, it's, uh, it's something worth remembering so that's it for today thank you for listening watching whatever it is that you're doing uh i don't know what time of day morning noon or night but i'm just glad that you were able to do this with me and i just uh, pray blessings over you and i will see you tomorrow god bless <music>